Hello, everybody! What the heck is up? And welcome to the podcast. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. You're currently tuned into Practical Alignment, a podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. I am your host, Katrina Macias. I'm an intuitive healer, a simmer practitioner, and a Qigong instructor. And I'm very grateful to be joining you today. Just a reminder that all my links are listed in the show notes if you ever want to work with me you can send me a dm the link to my website is there as well where you can book a free consultation to see if my method and modality of healing is right for you so this episode is about me getting intimate and real and down and dirty with you just sharing some details on my life right now because i am currently in a big transformation and i'm very excited for myself and i've also learned so much about myself through this process so i'll share tips and tools that have helped support me while taking this leap of faith and i hope that this episode will help you through your own transformative journeys in life as well hi (laughs) so we started this podcast and i was recording in my office but then i decided that i wanted to take a bath And so here we are in the bath together. So the audio is probably different from my office and my microphone. I'm not set up, but (laughs) this is as real as it gets. So I thought, you know, if we're getting intimate, let's go deep. (laughs) So here we are. Um, So I hope you can forgive me for the change in sound, but we're just going to do this. Okay, so let's lay down some background. After graduating from college, I decided to move back home and I thought it would be a good idea for me to start my business with a certain amount of financial freedom. And I also had a lot of travel plans scheduled, so it made sense to me to avoid, you know, locking down a lease and living somewhere and having to pay rent when it was everything was kind of up in the air. So I moved home and yeah, that's where I've been. There have been many pros and cons that have come with the situation. Some pros include having so much space, like I could, there's more space here than I could ever need. I have connections with the people that are close to me and I can spend quality time with them, including my pets who I love so much and I'm with them all the time. And another pro is that I have a lot of alone time and I love my alone time. And I would say that The biggest con that comes from all of these pros is that because it's so, like, my life is so made here, I've found that I've become too comfortable. I've been way too comfortable, and it's like a level of comfort where since everything is taken care of, there's no reason for me to try harder or do anything different. It's like a level of comfort where, you know, I'm not where it felt like I didn't have to actively look to take risks and try and expand because, you know, what's the point? Like, I've got it made. And while a big part of me is super grateful for this comfort, another part of me is so longing to, you know, get back to my adventurous side because I'm an adventurous lady. Like, I go out there and I do some shit. Like, I go and have fun. And I think from this level of comfort like I've forgotten some of that but like when I was a kid I was labeled like the wild child of my family and everyone was kind of scared of me and scared for me and they thought I'd do like stupid stuff all the time um but I feel like I 
was discon- I've been disconnected to the aspect of myself, but because of this like comfort overwhelming me or just consuming me, I've realized like no, I don't want to play it safe anymore. Like I'm ready for a jump. Yeah, I just want to do something loco. And so I started craving more for my life and I decided to step up and change the things of like the parts of my life that I weren't happy with. And so without knowing how or who or when or or all of the above, you know, I just made a declaration to the universe that by December 2020, I would be moving out of the house. And I felt it in my bones. Like I knew it was the right decision for me. And now in three days, I will be moving to the city into my new apartment and moving out of the house. So I'm super excited, I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. I'm very grateful that I have this opportunity to move and to take this leap of faith. But this whole process of getting everything together wasn't as simple as I'm letting it on to be. There was a lot of behind the scene action that had to take place in order for me to get where I am now. And this is because I felt a lot of resistance even though I knew that this was the right move for me, like I knew I needed to spread my wings and do something different, but something was holding me back from being able to do that. And so I knew that I needed to look into that more and understand where that was coming from because I didn't want my resistance to be a detriment to my growth. So I was very open to any process of how I would uncover the roots of my resistance, So I asked around and I found an energy healer to work with and I had an intuitive energy healing session with her this time I was on the receiving end. And this healer follows the completion process method, which is similar to what I do with my clients. This was just really an interesting session because it was nice to receive what I give, if you know what I mean. So anyways, I told her that I wanted to work with whatever I needed to heal in order to step forward and embrace change and be able to not fear it, right? Not fear change. And so we worked together in order to find the blockage that was holding me back. And so in the session, I was asked to really connect and feel my resistance and ask my body where it stemmed from. And if you've ever had a session with me, you know you're gonna be very familiar with this process that I'm describing. But basically you're just asked to allow yourself to feel the sensation of whatever emotion is most prominent and then go to the source of where that stemmed from, the memory of where it all started. And so as I was regressing, I connected to the sensation of powerlessness and the feeling of being small. And this memory came from my childhood when my parents got divorced. And in this experience, it made me feel that change was scary and that it was not good and that I didn't like it. And so if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen my story. And I spoke about this topic briefly, but what I didn't include is that I was regressed even further to a memory I didn't even know that I had. And I was taken back to when I was like an infant, like a complete (laughs) infant, when I first ever experienced this feeling of powerlessness. And I connected to a memory of when my mom left me in the Philippines when I was one and five months, one year and five months years old. (laughs) How do you say that? One year and five months old. There we go. 
And my mom left me in the Philippines because she needed to go find work in America. And my mom is a doctor. And so she needed to find a job and establish her residency and get all the immigration and paperwork done in order for me and my brother to come over and live in America. So in order for her to get all that wrapped up and ready for us, she had to leave us in the Philippines. And so she had left us for six months when I was one year old and five months, right? Okay, so... The reason that connecting to this memory surprised me so much is not only did I not realize that I had it in the first place, like I had no clue prior to the session that I had memories of my infant life. You know, no one really has those memories. But anyways, the reason that it also just knocked my socks off is that it also just like reminded me of how conscious we are, even as infants. And it just goes to show how important our childhoods are and how much they affect us. Like, babies and children aren't dead space. They're complex. They're wise. They're intelligent. They're so incredible. And I think this notion is something that people in today's society still haven't fully adopted yet, you know? But until the age of seven, we are just sponges taking in information. And this information can impact us for the rest of our lives, which is why I focus so much on inner child work and healing from the root in my sessions. But anyways, so (laughs) back to the story. Not only was I able to recall this memory, but I was able to feel the sensations that I felt as I experienced them as as an infant when my mom left for America. And the feeling that I felt when I was <laughs> when I was a baby was I was so sad and so frustrated because no one explained to me as a baby what was going on. Obviously, like not many people had the idea back then, even now, to like talk to babies as if they're conscious. But what I needed most as an infant was I wanted someone to just explain to me why all this change was happening. Like, I didn't know where my mom was. No one told me why. No one told me why she left. Like, obviously, because no one thought I could understand. But at some level, I clearly was able to understand that. And what I wanted most was for someone to just sit me down and explain to me why my mom was gone, why, like, why I was left and why like I was missing her so much. And it just hurt me that no one took into account my feelings. And so because of that, like this is where my limiting belief and my aversion to change stem from. Because I was like, if this is what change means, I don't like it. I feel powerless. I feel like I'm not accounted for. Like my feelings aren't taken into account. I feel like I'm just being like life is just happening to me and I have no say in it and it hurt my feelings, right? And so, yeah, <laughs> that's a little bit about me and that's why I have this this deep fear of change or that's at least where it comes from. So anyways, I spent this session healing those wounds and it was very powerful because like I said, I didn't even know that I had these wounds in the first place and so it was nice to make these connections. And after the session, I was able to connect so many dots of my life in which I was consistently reinforced with the idea that change was associated with abandonment and fear and powerlessness in my life. For example, when I was two years old, after my mom got all the paperwork done because she's a boss lady, we moved from the Philippines to America. 
And in that process, I left everyone that I grew up with in my short two years of life behind. My family, 99% of them are, are still in the Philippines right now. So that, you know, the whole environment in which I was raised, all of that, that affected me. Leaving that behind affected me. When I was three years old and my parents divorced and my dad had to move to a different state for work, that obviously affected me deeply. Even when my babysitter was fired, and this was another person that I had grown to love and deeply connect with, and I wasn't even told that she was being fired, and I only found out like literally five minutes before she was <laughs> before she was gone, and I would never see her again. And so all these instances just continued to, you know, reinforce this idea that change to me equaled abandonment and powerlessness. And it just shaped the perception that I had of what change meant. And for the most part, it was traumatic for me. And it made me feel like I was going to lose the things that I loved when things changed. And it's not the truth of the universe, but it was my truth because it is what I was continuously met with. And so as I reflect more on these experiences, I see how they have played a role in just the way my attitude has been throughout my life and it it kind of explains a lot of my reactions as a child and I always like thought that I was like a really emotional like overly emotional even child um, but I was that way for a reason and I realize now that my intense and charged reactions over seemingly simple things were because of, they were kind of like trauma responses in a way. Like goodbyes were so, so, so painful for me. And it was, it was so hard for me to say goodbye to things because I thought I would never see them again. Um, like when I would leave my pets for the summer, I would sob uncontrollably, not because I'd miss them, but because I thought they would die and I would never see them ever again. And I was always so terrified of losing the things that I loved. My abandonment wounds run deep, y'all. They are so deep. Like, I went into the Akashic Records and their past lives deep. But that's a story for a different time. But you can send me a DM and I'll spill the details for you because it's pretty interesting. But anyways, yeah, my abandonment wounds run deep. And I've been working with them for over two years now for so many different aspects of my life for my love life, for my family connections, for my own personal development. And through this process of healing my abandonment wounds and just recognizing that I have them in the first place, it's really helped me understand my behaviors in the past and also just like how I respond in the present moment now. And it's just given me space to help me understand myself more and just have compassion for my reactions and why I am the way that I am. And I also have to just be very mindful of my perceptions because I'm I'm focused now, because I'm aware of them, I'm focused now on working towards solutions that can help me rewire and rewrite my story regarding abandonment. I don't want to be afraid of change anymore. I don't want to be a victim of the things that I've experienced in my life. And they've just taught me a lot and they've shaped me and I'm grateful for them in so many different ways. But I don't want them to hold me back from my highest potential, right? And so, yeah, that's where that's where the process led me. And so I recognize that 
what I needed most in order to embrace this change and start building a relationship, a healthy relationship with change, is that I needed to create a supportive environment for myself in which I could feel safe with change. And the, like, I just asked myself, like, what do I need in order to have a supportive environment for my growth? Because I recognize that, yes, I want transformation, but I want it to feel good. And so I made a list mentally of what I needed. And some of these things on the list included, like, I wanted to continue to have deep connections so I wouldn't feel alone. I wanted to have a sense of stability so nothing is too, like, freaky for me. And I wanted to feel supported in the process. And so with this mental list in mind, I prayed a lot like a lot, a lot, a lot. I just prayed and asked, you know, God, the universe to help support me in this process and help me just feel safe with the change. And I also asked for signs to make me sure that this was the right decision for me. And within the span of two months, I was like, after making this declaration and after asking for like creating the list of what I needed in order to make this process go smoothly, within two months, I found a roommate, one, who has actually been my, like one of my closest friends for over 10 years now. And she was trying to move at the exact same time I was. I'm doing air quotes in the air right now. Coincidentally, there's no coincidences. But she was trying to move at the exact same time as I was. And now she's going to be my roommate. And she's someone I've known forever. So that checks off, you know, the connection aspect because I'm not doing this alone. I also found the perfect apartment for me and a side job for additional income. So this is the stability aspect because this like helps me feel like a sense of security, like financial security. And also I like, I like the place where I'm living. So that's just having like a good environment is supportive for me. So check. And then I also have been getting help, like emotional help and just like moving furniture help from both of my parents and my brother and like even my friends. So that is the support that I was asking for, check. And on top of that, I've been receiving so many different signs like that are pointing me in this direction. Like not o- like obviously because all of those things lined up, I'm like, hello, God, yes, thank you. This is exactly what I was asking for. Like I can't say no to this. Like of course you're leading me here because and you're making it work because I'm meant to be here, right? But on top of that, just so many more signs like double rainbows, like seeing hummingbirds, which I associate with my ancestors. And just listening to my intuition and feeling such a sense of inner peace every time I ask for help, you know, and I just feel like I'm being guided in this direction. So it's been a really lovely and powerful process for me to go through all of these different motions as I'm taking this step in my life. You know, moving out for me isn't that big of a deal. Like I've moved out and I've gone and I've adventured in many places many times before. So it's it's honestly not that big of a deal, but it's just so interesting to me and such a blessing to me that I was able to uncover so much of myself and heal so much of myself in the simple process of making some sort of transformation in my life. You know, just connecting it, healing these wounds, learning to understand myself more. It's just been honestly such a huge blessing from something that I never expected it to come from. 
So now I'm going to lay down some tips and tools, some different, you know, concepts that have really helped me with this process and have supported me as well in making this go smoothly. So one thing that I, like one idea that has really stuck into my mind comes from Teal Swan. And she reminds us that we are not afraid of the unknown. What we're afraid of is our projections of what the unknown means. Because if we were afraid of the unknown, then babies would be crying 24-7 nonstop at every new experience. But that's not the case. They don't. Instead, babies are curious and they try new things out. But, you know, it's our experiences of of what newness means to us that shapes our perception of what the unknown is. And so if we have bad experiences with the unknown, then we fear it, right? But the unknown in itself isn't a scary thing. And so that just comes back full circle of me connecting to where the resistance comes from. Like, why is the unknown scary? Obviously, I covered why it's scary for me or why it was scary for me. But it would be interesting for you if you if you do feel an aversion to the unknown to just try and uncover where it stems from for yourself. Get clear on what's holding you back from taking the leap right now. What is it that makes you kind of retract instead of expand? Where is your resistance stemming from? So I highly suggest you book a session with someone. Find a modality that works for you. You know, even find books, find different things, or just spend time in meditation and sit with yourself and just ask yourself, get to the root of it. Because the more awareness that you have for yourself, the more understanding and compassion that you can follow up with. My second suggestion is to just be mindful of the energy that you have around your desires. And specifically in my case, I had to be mindful about not repelling my desires. So after I decided that I wanted to move, I and like I still had no idea how I was going how it was going to happen, I kept getting these recommendations on YouTube for different people who were moving and they they found their apartment, they had nice spaces, and honestly when I saw that, like at first I felt like these twinges of jealousy like, "Oh, I want that so badly. Why can't that be me?" You know, because I I wanted that for myself, but I caught myself in that process and I recognized that instead of, you know, being bitter about it and like having funky energy around what other people are receiving, instead I was going to let myself feel excitement and happiness for them because I was recognizing that them and their videos coming into my reality was making my desires more of a reality in itself. I I shifted my energy about it so I wouldn't repel it instead because I didn't want to have crustiness around my desires, you know? Don't repel the things that you want out of jealousy or spite from other people because if you see other people thriving, just know that it's coming your way too. You're experiencing it in your reality for a reason. Okay, number three, prep your nervous system for the things that you ask for. So in my case, when the ball started rolling and I started, you know, getting different things lined up for me, like the job, the apartment, the roommate, it all felt like it was happening really fast for me. As all these things that I was asking for were coming up, I felt myself like kind of retracting again. And I was like, ho, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. 
slow down, wait a minute, give me time to adjust. And it was because I wasn't fully ready to receive the things that I was asking for. And that's usually why, you know, the manifestation takes time because if you received all the things that you were asking for at once, you would be so completely overwhelmed. So you have to prepare your nervous system for the changes that you've been asking for so that the process of receiving feels good, that it's so it's not traumatic, you know, and that you want to continue to receive. Otherwise, you're going to send this subconscious message that you don't really want the things that you're asking for. And so it's going to be harder and harder for you to receive things in the future that you're trying to manifest when you feel your body always tensing up and telling the universe like, hey, I actually don't want this. So you want to integrate it on so many different levels and prep your body for the changes that you want to see being made. So in my case, to prep my nervous system, I was just I would talk to myself a lot and kind of just explain to myself what was happening so like it wasn't just a whirlwind. I felt more grounded and secure by just like continuously checking in with myself and showing up with compassion. That's what worked for me. So something else that's helped me, tip number four. This is going to come as a surprise to some of you, but tip number four is feel your feelings. (sighs) Mind blown, right? Feel your feelings. There's nothing new to it. Feel your feelings. If you're scared, feel your feelings. It's okay to feel that way and show up in compassion if you do feel anything. Just let yourself feel the emotions of processing your change and your transformation. Something that I noticed in myself was that when I first decided that I wanted to make this move, my knees hurt so badly like so 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 badly and I wasn't even doing squats like my knees were locking up they were in so much pain and it's so obvious why they were like that because physically our knees are the joints that help us like move forward actually physically make this forward motion and because of my resistance I was tightening up and not letting myself go that way so I let myself feel the feelings of my knees and I just gave myself compassion for that you know obviously beyond my own healing process and like my trauma wounds that have come up of abandonment from change like there's a lot more factors that make this move intimidating for example we're still in the middle of a pandemic you know it's hard not to get a little bit nervous about that and making a move during that like having financial stability having safety all those different things winter and flu season are coming like Are there going to be more shutdowns? These are very reasonable things to consider right now. Any normal human would feel that way. So I'm just letting myself just like show up in that fear and just nurturing it and just letting myself express it. There's no judgment towards myself as I feel this way. And that has just been very supportive. Feel your feelings. Number five. Don't just ask for the signs, listen to them. Listen to the signs you've been asking for. Have the courage to step up and see them. Stop doubting yourself, stop doubting your guidance, stop doubting your intuition. Listen, remember who you are, okay? And step forward with that. Tip number five. No, I said that. Tip number six. Okay. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself for every single decision that you make. You know, I really had, like, that was a big wake-up call to me. 
And the way that I came to this realization was I took a dive into the Akashic Records. And for those of you who don't know what the Akashic Records are, the Akashic Records are a dimension of consciousness that contains a vibrational record of every soul and its journey. And that is a direct quote from the book, How to Read the Akashic Records. But I read this book and I've been dabbling in the Akashic Records and learning how to read them. And it's been a wonderful experience for me. Basically, the Akashic Records are just like a record of every like a, every soul's journey and experience in the past and in the future as well. It's just a record of all of, its, of everyone's thoughts feelings, sensations, every experience that we've, of all of existence, basically. And I guess that's kind of hard to wrap one's mind around, but I'm not going to dive into it too deeply for this week's episode. That's another time. So anyways, I was in the Akashic Records, and I asked for guidance regarding this move, and the message that I got was I was told to stop putting so much pressure on myself for this move. Like, I don't need to view this move as the answer to all of my problems. Instead, it's just a piece of the puzzle. It's a piece to the journey. And I was like, oh yeah, like no part of anyone's life is like the key to everything. Like these are all just steps that we're taking in the right direction. And so just remembering that helped take so much pressure off of it in general. And I was also reminded that in my lifetime, I've already taken this journey so many times before. Like there's been so many times in my life where I've taken the leap and I've achieved a new piece to the puzzle and it's helped me in some way and it hasn't been the answer to everything but it's definitely played its role in shaping me to who I am and making me the best version of myself. Take baby steps but just make sure that you're still moving. And finally my last suggestion. So if you already feel like your life is amazing, congratulations. I honestly feel that way too. Like like I said, I'm very comfortable. Although I know that I can grow some more, I feel so freaking blessed to have this life. And so at some times I question like, do I really want to make a change? Like, is this, do I want anything else? And so just playing with this concept has helped a lot. And what I do is I just ask myself or I ask, actually I ask the universe, I just ask, how can this be better? Like, I love what I have right now, but what can be done to make it even better than it already is? And I just have remained open and curious to this question, leaving it up to whatever the universe wants to show me after posing it. And, you know, I can see how I have so much potential for even more blessings to come into my life in addition to what I already have. This kind of just goes off the basis of asking for more because you're allowed to. I have an episode all about this. It's episode 33 called Asking for More. But it's basically just recognizing that yes, you are blessed. And even though you're blessed, you can have more and more and more and more and you're worthy of wanting more and you're worthy of having more it's that simple even though it might not feel simple but go ahead and check out that episode if you feel a resistance to asking for more but yeah just ask the universe how can this get even better than it already is and see what shows up just stay curious you'll be surprised all right, everyone, that's it for this week's episode. I'm still in the tub. I am so pruny. It is 2.18 in the morning. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for joining me and please wish me luck. Send me your prayers. Send me your love as I step into this new journey. I'm still learning so much in the process and I wish you all the best for your endeavors as well. I'll see you next time. Bye.